Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Michael Reed on LMFM. Superintendent Andy Waters uh, joins us uh, from uh, Drogheda Garda Station. Good morning, Superintendent, and thank you indeed uh, for joining us on uh, the programme uh, this morning. Perhaps we can talk about uh, the violent attacks on members of uh, the force in a moment, but uh, I'd like to begin, if I can, with uh, the successful operation in Drogheda yesterday and uh, the arrest of 14 people. Uh, believed to, to be involved in selling hard drugs on the streets of the town. That's correct. Good morning, Michael. Uh, this operation has been going on uh, since mid-2019, and uh, the arrests have taken place uh, in the last week or so. And as you said, 14 uh, people are before Drogheda District Court this morning. Um, it's part of the ongoing investigation of organised crime in the Drogheda district and surrounding areas, Michael. Mm. And in this particular operation, you know, to target the trafficking of drugs on the streets and in the estates of Drogheda. How does this come about? Are Gardaí undercover acting as punters? Well, we we have the assistance of our Drugs and Organised Crime Bureau. Uh, and, you know, a very targeted operation is conducted um, you know, there's a number of different elements to it, Michael, um, yeah. without going into too much detail. But um, as a result of this ongoing operation, and this operation is uh, continuing, but as I said, to date, uh, there have been 35 purchases of uh, heroin, uh, cannabis, and other controlled drugs. And that, that's what I mean, that Gardaí have bought those drugs. They have indeed, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Right, okay, that's... Uh, a, a lot of street deals, isn't it? And a, a lot of people, I mean, obviously the courts will decide whether they're guilty or not, but, but to think that there would be 14 people selling hard drugs on the streets of Drogheda is pretty incredible, particularly if all 14 of them were arrested on the one day. I mean, if you think of a city like Dublin, you would argue that uh, a lot of the drugs are concentrated, a lot of the street selling is concentrated uh, along the keys, and if there were 14 arrests in one day along the keys, uh, that would be seen as a, a significant success for the Gardaí. Yeah, I mean, there, there are arrests, and Michael, on you know a daily and a weekly basis, on a regular basis, but this particular operation, you know, was to target ongoing trafficking, as I said already, and that's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. It's the trafficking of drugs on the streets uh, and in our housing estates. Um, and, you know, some of these people may have been uh, acting under the radar, some may be known to us, mm. but as I said, a number of them are before the court today, and that operation uh, will continue. And I just want to stress, Michael, as I said to you already, uh, it's just another element of the excellent cooperation that uh, we have here with our national units. Mm-hmm. I said we work very closely, in this case, with the Drugs and Organised Crime Bureau, but we're working, for example, with the Criminal Analysis Bureau, we're working with other national units 
in the overall attempt uh, in the investigation of organised crime in the Drogheda district and indeed across the Loud Division. Right, uh, and uh, the deals, what were they uh, buying? 10 euro, 20 euro, 50 euro deals or what? Obviously, Mike, you can uh, understand Mm -hmm. I'm not in the position to go into that specific detail. These matters are before the courts. So I think we let the courts know adjudicate on that. But as I said, I've outlined to you Mm. the nature of the drugs and varying values. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I I just wonder about the usage uh, because I I think it's an issue of huge concern for people living in the town. Uh, I mean, are people taking these drugs on a a Saturday night or are they full-blown addicts? Because a lot of us see some very young people walking along the streets and their eyes rolling in the back of their head. And that's that's. I mean, I agree. I agree one hundred percent with you, Michael. And that's that's a huge problem, not just in Drogheda, but across the whole country. Um, and you know, every one of these uh, drugs that are sold, they all contribute to the overall ongoing issues that we're dealing with in Drogheda and in towns around Ireland. Uh, you know, they're putting money into the pockets of the criminals involved in the sale of these drugs and who are involved in the organised crime uh, that we're dealing with, you know, uh, in the Drogheda district. Okay, well, it was uh, a a great success, I think, uh, for the Gardaí. I'm sure uh, you're very happy with uh, the operation. Uh, Do you think uh, there was an element of retaliation and money more last night? No, I I wouldn't say necessarily, Michael, there was an element of retaliation. Uh, Unfortunately, at Halloween, and I have to be very clear, a small element of society, they seem to take advantage of the Halloween atmosphere to engage in antisocial behaviour. And the incident last night, uh, I want to, first of all, very strongly condemn uh, what happened in the Moneymore area last night. I know the GRA have made a statement this morning, and I, I mean, I fully agree with the statement that they have made. Um, we had a guard of patrol car there, uh, two young guardy doing going about their duty. And I've seen the video myself, and there's a number of uh, things I want to just say in relation to it. The, the matter will definitely be investigated. I know this young man is uh, heavily disguised. Mm. But there is footage of it. There were people in the area that took footage of it. And we will be, you know, looking at every aspect of that incident to see can we identify the male. Well, there's concern. plenty of people at Moneymore who'd identify him. I mean, as heavily disguised as he is, uh, he, I, I think uh, from his uh, stature and uh, the way he moves and so on, a lot of people will know who he is uh, apart from the way he's dressed and so on. But how many times did the car come under fire? Because as that video starts, the car seems to be coming out of a ball of fire. Yes, I mean, again, uh, I received a report from the Guardian on the night in question, and they said that uh, the male concerned, uh, he actually lit a firework, which, you know, let off a number of shots and a number of, you know, uh, bangs from the explosive device that he had, and they were aimed at the patrol car. Now, luckily enough, uh, the, the Guardian, first of all, uh, were not hurt, and we're very thankful for that. The patrol car was not damaged, but I'd just like to say one thing as well, Michael. Um, they did not drive on Garda Sheikhana out of the estate. Uh, we had uh, patrols in the uh, estate concerned. We had many other patrols in that estate during the night, and there were no further incidents of that nature. So okay. they certainly didn't drive so you're, so, out so, of the estate. Well, well, that, that was an assumption, obviously a wrong assumption, and apologies for that. Uh, yeah. But there were no no arrests. Uh, that uh, would seem uh, surprising to some people, uh, given that uh, he was right beside the guards. Now, uh, I imagine in a situation like that, you've got to make the call, and it's a dangerous situation. Perhaps the best thing to do is look after your own safety first, is it? Yes, I mean, obviously, I mean, if we have if if we have the numbers to effect an arrest, and if it's safe to do so, 
and the safety of my officers uh, on a night like this is paramount. Uh, so, you know, if if we had the numbers to make an arrest there and then, uh, I can guarantee we would have made an arrest. But uh, at the time, the the driver of the Garda car, he left the area. But as I said to you, um, I, I'm satisfied because uh, I received reports and I was liaising with the Garda on the ground throughout the whole night. We had four the patrols in there, Michael, in that area. But... This this incident will not be left. Uh, it will be fully investigated. Was it a petrol bomb or a firework? No, um, I'm advised that it was a firework, uh, and a firework that was lit. And you know, because um, the car seemed to go, the car seemed to uh, go into flames uh, uh, at first, and then there seemed to be a small explosion. Yeah, again, Michael, I don't know the specific yeah. what, what specific type of you know firework it was, and there's a whole range of fireworks. Uh, you know, being used by people on Halloween night. So, um, but definitely, uh, you know, it's not the kind of incident I want my officers to be dealing with, uh, putting themselves at risk to that type of incident. Yeah, and and the members of the community uh, who, as Imelda Munster said earlier on, may have been out with their children trick-or-treating. I mean, that's, that's the most unfortunate part of it, Michael. Uh, at that time, you have people enjoying the Halloween festival. Uh, parents you know, with responsibility for the children, going around, trick-or-treat, having a good time. And as I said, unfortunately, unfortunately, there every Halloween we see this, uh, there are a small element that just, they take advantage of the occasion and they engage mm. in this anti-social behaviour. The photographs of uh, the derelict house in Black Rock that uh, I saw look... Uh, bigger than any bonfire I've ever actually seen. Uh, it was a massive fire by all accounts and according to that GRA statement that you mentioned earlier on uh, another member of the force came under attack from youths. Yeah, I, I haven't seen that specific picture Mike and myself yet but again uh, I would strongly condemn uh, that incident in Blackrock outside Dundalk. Uh, you know, obviously uh, it's a very, very busy night for uh, on Garda Shikana and all the emergency services uh, and they're putting themselves into, at times, some very dangerous situations. But, again, I strongly condemn that incident, and I have no doubt uh, that incident in the dog will also be fully investigated. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, there's guards in here every Tuesday, uh, obviously, uh, coming into the run-up to Halloween. Uh, they advise uh, people to be safe and to watch out for fireworks uh, and tell about the dangers of fireworks and how people lose fingers every year and so on uh, but apparently uh, this uh, female member of Angarda Kana came within inches of a firework that went off uh, beside her Yeah, unfortunately Michael and that, that is the very very dangerous situation on a night like this that we face um, you know but again uh, you know we had we had plans in place uh, you know across the, the Garda division to deal with the the Halloween night, um, and uh, you know they are two very serious incidents. And mm. as I said, uh, everything will be done uh, to investigate them fully. And if we can bring the perpetrators to justice, we certainly will. Just I was listening to Deputy Munster yeah. uh, on your show there, Michael, earlier on, and you know about uh, the ongoing um, intimidation or, mm. you know, groups within certain estates that are holding, you know, genuine people to ransom. We are very, very aware of the difficulties faced by these people and at every opportunity we're liaising with the community in these estates. Our community police unit are uh, dealing with them. We have... We have uh, consistently uh, increased and reviewed our patrols. We have the armed support units, as I've said numerous times. 
But we're using every element available to us, covert, overt, everything available to us. We do understand and appreciate that it's very, very difficult for people, and people are afraid to come forward and talk to us in certain situations. But we have, uh, we have uh, a number of people before the courts for similar instances. And I can tell you, Michael, um, and you know that operation that we have 14 people before the courts today, that's just one element of our ongoing battle against the organised crime in Drogheda. And this element of it, the intimidation, we have, for example, even recently, Michael, we've served a number of ASBOs, anti-social behaviour orders, on people in these estates. And if these people get, uh, you know, a number of anti-social behaviour orders, uh, I, as the district officer, can go to court and, you know, uh, seek exclusion orders or seek to have them, you know, excluded from a certain area. So we're looking at that avenue as well. And, you know, every avenue will be will be followed by Angarda Siakana to, uh, you know, to assist the public who are the victims of this uh, intimidation. Okay. Uh, maybe we'll conclude by just uh, reminding people that they can make contact with the Guardian and give information to you on a confidential basis through the confidential line, and that's one eight hundred treble six treble one. Superintendent, thank you very much indeed for joining us here on the program this morning. Thank Superintendent you. Andy Waters speaking to us from Drogheda Garda Station. Michael, Michael Reed on, on LMFM. LMFM.